Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizaki. Welcome once again to Growing in Grace. It's great to be back with you again. I'm Mike Kapler with my friend Joel Brzezicki. Hey, how you doing today, Cap? Doing good so far, Joel. It's been a busy one. Uh, of course, uh, you and I work in radio, and, and uh, we've got other things going on in our lives, too, other other ways to try to make ends meet. <laughs> but radio has been a big part of our lives for the last, oh, 10 or 12 years, and we're just excited to, to be able to come together here on Grace Walk Radio and talk about God's goodness. It's just one of the things that I just uh, I can't get enough of. Yeah, I can't get enough of it either. You know, living that roller coaster ride of of trying to figure out if you're being good enough or, you know, trying to live up to that standard, you know, just all by yourself, uh, making sure that you've got all your T's crossed, all your, di- all your I's dotted. Sometimes you feel like you're doing all right, but eventually you just get back down in the valley and, and you just, you, you know, you're never, ever going to be able to measure up to this. So it's freedom. It's true freedom. When you get a hold of of God's grace and how it encompasses every single area of life, I mean, there's no area of our lives which is not covered by God's grace. He intended His grace to be everything that encompasses our entire lives. And with all that I've learned through the Grace Walk, Joel, I I, I just know there's so much further that I have to go to really begin to experience freedom in a in an even greater way than what I already have. You know, I was on the couch the other night with my daughter. We were talking and. She's in high school now, and, and I'm busy, and, and she's getting busier and getting ready for college next year, and we're trying to work through all of that. So we haven't had a lot of time to just sit around and talk, but we did finally have a few minutes the other night, and she brought up a subject that had come up in a, in a, a group that she was in. And uh, we were talking about, I won't get into the specific subject, uh, that we that, that's for another program, but... Um, she was talking about some things that brought up the subject of the law and the commandments and why they were given. Yeah, it's in, it's important to know why why they were given because when I became a Christian, I mean this is this is my experience, and, and I'm I'm guessing it's the experience of a lot of of Christians, more probably more specifically in the evangelical Christian world, but it's probably you know more far reaching than that as well. But you. you you come to know Jesus Christ, uh, you accept him into your heart or whatever. You know, they say you're saved by grace. There's nothing you can do to be saved. So come to Jesus by faith. And then once you get get into this thing, uh, once you get into this Christian life, all of a sudden a list of rules is put in front of you, whether it's, you know, written out, um, you know, for you to see, you've got to do this, this, or this, or whether it's just by other people kind of saying, hey, you know, you really should stop doing that. You need to start doing this. You know, in, in, there's all kinds of ways where people can make the rules known to you. But the Bible makes it very, very clear that the purpose of the law, the law had one purpose. Rules and regulations had a place, and that place was to lead us to Jesus Christ. You know, Galatians talks about how the law was our schoolmaster, it was our tutor to lead us to Christ, because without knowing that we were sinful, we wouldn't know that we needed a Savior. And so it was our schoolmaster to lead us to Christ. Once we're in Christ, we're no longer in need of that schoolmaster because we've come to Christ. We've come to the only thing that can really give us true victory. And in fact, the victory is a gift that God's given us through Jesus. 
Yeah, and that was some of what uh, I was talking about with my daughter was uh, why were the most people don't know, even believers really don't understand why the law was given and what the commandments are for. Uh, we get caught up in this mentality of doing. I can remember the person who led me to Christ when I, w- I was about 10 years old, and I can remember it like it was yesterday. It was a tremendous conversion that I, I, I just experienced in my heart. Uh, I just I knew I had come into contact with the risen Lord. Um, now, there was a lot I didn't know, but that much I did. In my heart, I knew that I had, I had discovered uh, God through Jesus Christ. And, and so, uh, but the, one of the first things that this person told me after they had led me to the Lord and prayed with me, um, they said, now, if, if, you, if you slip up and you, you sin or you make some sort of mistake or, or something like that, just right away, just ask God to forgive you. And so that was the first, you know, that was my my baptism, so to speak, into my Christian life was, okay, well, if I make a mistake, like if I said a a bad word or whatever the case may be there at the age of 10, um, then I I knew I had to ask God to forgive me right away. That was the mentality. Instead of somebody telling me, now God has, you know, when somebody was leading me to Christ, I wish they would have just told me that all of my sins were forgiven, past, present, and future. That would have helped me out a lot and saved me years of heartache and anguish. <laughs> Indeed, we've been forgiven, and it's something that's, that doesn't happen once, and then you you sin, and then you need forgiveness again. But I was looking in, in Colossians 2, you know, it, it talks about that we've been raised with him, talking about Jesus. We've been raised with him through faith in the working of God. And uh, it says that being dead in your trespasses, he has made us alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. That is, I think, inclusive of everything, the word all. He's forgiven us all trespasses, having wiped out. Now, here's where we, we get into talking about the purpose of the law and, and what the law really meant to us. Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, the whole system of law, God set it up for a purpose, and it was actually something that was against us. Now you think, why would God do that? Why would God set up something that's against us? It just, it just doesn't make any sense, but he had to do that. Again, as we get back to what Galatians uh, mentioned to us and what other verses say, that we needed to know that we were sinners, that in, that we had been born in Adam, and because of that, sin went into everybody sin came to everybody we needed to know that that even even though we might think that we're right with god we might think though we're not too bad uh that we are actually sinners and so he put up this system of requirements the law and it was against us now he's taken it out of the way having nailed it to the cross when jesus was on the cross that handwriting of requirements was nailed to the cross with him so that we could be made alive with jesus christ Nailing the handwriting of requirements. You know, I I wonder how many times I read that as a younger person um, in my Christian life and and never really grasped, you know, understood what was being said there about the commandments and the law versus this new life that we have in Christ. But, you know, I, I know we're talking about why were the law, why was the law and why were the commandments given. But I don't think we can let it slip under the radar again to repeat what you, uh, the point that you made, Joel, is so crucial that we are forgiven. I can remember sometimes laughing with a Christian friend who, who may have done something 
jokingly not so great. You know, maybe they did something. Maybe they said something uh, insulting to me out of out of Christian love or something like that. We were just having a good time, and I would say something back to them like, "Oh, don't worry about it. God will forgive you." You know, we'd kind of have a big laugh about it. I can remember saying that to somebody who had come into grace teaching the first time. I, I said, "Oh, don't worry. God will forgive you, brother." I was being funny. But they said, you know what, he already has. He already has. <laughs> <laughs> and it threw me for a loop the first time I heard it. And I thought, oh, I guess that's true. He, he has forgiven us. And, and that's, that's something that's already been done. I think sometimes we get in this mentality that, well, if I, if I do mess up, God will forgive me, especially if I ask him. And, and yet the, the Bible declares through what you just read um, that forgiveness has already been uh, purchased and, and given to us. Yep, nailed to the cross. Yeah, Christ on the cross, the Bible says, he became sin for us. He became sin so, so that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And, and that's something that, I, I don't know if it's just because it's a hard concept to understand uh, or, or what, but we just we do sometimes let things like that just slip under the radar. We, we just kind of think, okay, we read about it. We think, oh, Christ became sin for us. Okay, you know, whatever that means. And Oh, but God, please forgive me. You know, please forgive me for my sin. And, and the Bible make, does make it perfectly clear that that, that it is that, that God has forgiven us. That we were dead in our trespasses before coming to Christ. We were dead in our trespasses. We were not alive. We were not alive to God. We were spiritually dead. That's what the, that's what we refer to as being spiritually dead. When we trusted in Christ, we became born again. That is our spirit, which was dead towards God was made alive with Christ. And at that time, when we received that gift, when we made the conscious decision to receive Christ, that became a reality for us, that all of our trespasses were forgiven, were were wiped out completely. And we don't have to walk around, run around, live this life worrying, is God is God angry with me, or, or feeling that God's angry with you, or that he's got something against you. Well, and, and playing off of what you just said there, Joel, that we, we have uh, we died and have been raised to a new life in Christ Jesus. Um, also in, in uh, the book of Colossians, chapter 2, verse 20, uh, if you died with Christ from the basic principles of the world, why, as though living in the world, do you subject, subject yourselves to regulations? Do not touch, do not taste, uh, do not handle, and so on and so forth. In other words, there, there are people out there who just continue, continue to major on the don'ts, um, which is a lot of what the law did, really, didn't it? Yeah, the law was, you know, thou shalt not, you shall not do this. And, and, you, and if you do, here's, there's, the, there's a curse involved. And in Jesus Christ, there's, the, you know, the curse. That everything that was against us has been has been totally done away with. You know, in the verse you're talking about there in Colossians 2, if you continue on, it talks about these things, these do-nots, these rules, these regulations. It says these have an appearance of wisdom in self-imposed religion, false humility, neglect of the body, and stuff like that, but they're of no value against the indulgence of the flesh. That's one thing rules and regulations, commandments, can never do. They can tell you what's right and what's wrong, uh, but they can never give you the power to overcome uh, and to live in victory. The only thing that gives the victory is the gift of Jesus Christ. All right, so we get back to, okay, so the commandments were given to show me, really, that I, I, couldn't, I couldn't attain to God's requirement of righteousness on my own. The, the commandments, the law, was given to... to 
helped me come to realize that I couldn't do what was required by God. I needed help. I needed a Savior. That's right. You know, and, uh, looking in, in Romans, I mean, it's talking about the law, the law entered. This is Romans 5.20. The law entered that the offense might abound. And this is kind of getting back to why would God do something like that that would make the offense abound? But where sin abounded, grace abounded more. Uh, you know, Paul is telling us that what God did was really for our good. You know, I don't think that God gave the law so that so that people would say, okay, so that people would sin more. I don't think that's what he's saying. But when the law is in place, the realization of our sin is there. And in fact, another verse says that where there is no law, you know, sin can't be imputed. So God had to find a way to impute our our sin, to charge our sin against us, so that we would realize, hey, there is a problem. We need a Savior. Well, this this is almost the opposite of what I'm sure a lot of believers think, in that the, the law, the commandments, we, we should still try to abide by them to try to attain to righteousness, which is what the Jews did all of their lifetime, uh, trying to establish their own righteousness through that law, which, of course, um, we know isn't going to work when it comes to God. That's why Christ came. Joel, we're, unfortunately, this one went by quickly, and, and we're out of time, so maybe we can pick up where we left off next week. Well, we appreciate you listening. This is Growing in Grace. It's a program where we just we like to focus on on the grace of God and, and how um, throughout the, the process of our of our lives uh, here on earth, you know, we, we just we seek uh, for God to to grow us in the knowledge and, and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for joining us. If you want to get a hold of us for any reason, graceroots.org is the place where you can get a hold of us. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with you again next week. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.